Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone. I hope all is well. We, Baruch Hashem, are blessed to learn again and to discuss and to try as best as we can to work on ourselves day in, day out. Baruch Hashem for today. Doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Doesn't matter what happened a few minutes ago. What happens, what, what, what counts and what's important is right now. And we have the ability, each and every one of us, to strengthen ourselves, to try and be positive, to try and look at the positive of every Jew, to see the good in every Jew. Right? We have no idea and we can't judge and say, this is why uh, this is happening and this is why this is happening um, because of these people, because of this, because of... Right? We, we don't know, we, we don't understand um, the ways of Hashem. And we just need to try as best as we can to look inward and to look at what I can do to be the change that I want to see in the world, to be the light for myself, for the people around me. And no matter how, how challenging that can be, but Baruch Hashem, we all have an opportunity, especially us, the Bnei Yeshiva, Baruch Hashem, all the uh, listeners, and I, uh, I'm, I'm always humbled um, that, that people listen and they want to change and they want to grow, um, and it's uh, it's just a tremendous inspiration to me um, that that everyone is trying to uh, change themselves and trying, um, in spite of the um, situation that we're in, and it's difficult, but we're trying to see the good and we're trying to. Uh, work on ourselves to to look positive and to work on ourselves and to be better and better day in, day out. So Baruch Hashem, again, we have another day uh, that we're listening, that we're um, sharing together how to grow. Uh, no better way to start with the Chavetz Chaim, uh, specifically because it's Erev Pesach, and the time of Pesach is a time where our mouths change and our mouths uh, can become free, which is really freedom of, of the person because his neshama, adam uh, what separates us from every other uh, animal and the animal kingdom and everyone is that we could speak l'ruach mamalala. Not only that, we could we could speak Torah. We could we could have we daven. We have tefillah, the speech hakol kol Yaakov, the power of the Jew is in his speech, is our davening, our learning, our talking nicely to each other, our talking Torah, Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, talking about Geula. One of the things, just to mention, as we're talking about this now, one of the inyanim, one of the concepts at the Seder, is not just to talk about what happened in Mitzrayim, but to talk personally what happened to your life and how you have seen a gu'ula and trying to find the good and trying to find Hashem in your life. And Pesach is all about Pesach, is about us learning to speak better, us learning to speak more positive, us learning to think more positive about other Jews and to think more positive about people around us. So Baruch Hashem, we're all very blessed to be able to constantly and persistently, it doesn't have to be consistent, but persistently, no matter how far we, we fall 
And no matter how negative we can become, and no matter how many times we have spoken Lashon Hara or listened to Lashon Hara, we could always start again. And Baruch Hashem, we begin today, day 16, page 51, on talking negatively about a respected person, talking negatively about a speaker. The Chavetz Chaim warns us that talking negatively about a speaker can have terrible ramifications. Besides for degrading the speaker, your Lashon Hara can weaken the impact of his speech. Right, That's one of the things a person could hear a great speech and then someone says, eh, I didn't like that so much, or he makes late sonus, so then it ruins, right? As a result of your words, people will not be interested also in listening to the speaker in the future, and that could hurt the person. For example, you come home from a speech and someone asks you, how was the speech? So obviously, don't even ask that question because that's avak lashon hara, that's setting somebody up for saying lashon hara. And that's something that we all try and, you know, just natural conversations. So how was the speech? So how was the restaurant? So how was the meal? So how was the whatever it is? And then, so number one, you can't ask that question. Number two, right, here it says the Chavetz Chaim, it was much too deep. Most people weren't able to follow. That's Lashon Hara. Number two, it was boring. Number three, he used to be a better speaker. So all of these are uh, examples of Lashon Hara. Uh, like I said, part of the conversation, this is something that I just want to chazer over because we, we, uh, when we're not in the forum of the yeshiva where, where you know, a, a lot ask questions and it, and it brings out points, one of the things that we have to remember is that you have to know if you're going to speak to someone if they're going to be speaking Lashon Hara. You have to stay away from that person. You have to be very careful in the conversations. A lot of times we find ourselves in the middle of a conversation. So that's a little bit our responsibility to be careful who we're having the conversation with. If you know every time you speak to this person, you're going to get into Lashon Hara, you got to be careful not to speak to that person or change the subject. Very easy to change subjects. Right away, just talk about something else. Hashem will help each and every one of us as, like I said, Pesach, we're a few moments, a few moments away from Pesach. Literally, uh, we're coming into the, the Shabbos of Pesach, the Shabbos of Erev Pesach, Shabbos Agadol, which we're going to talk about soon. And we're getting ready to transform our mouths and to transform our speech. We eat matzah, we eat marar, we drink the Dalit Kosos. Those are all through our mouth. And we do Sipur Yitzhiya Mitzrayim. The mitzvahs of the Seder are all in relation to our mouth. Pesach. So Hashem will help each and every one of us to cleanse our speech, to forgive. That's one of the things that I sent. We will forgive anyone who ever spoke any Lashon Hara about us. We forgive if everyone takes upon themselves to forgive anyone who ever spoke Lashon Hara. The Lashon Hara that Chas maybe we spoke or that you spoke, okay, we could daven, that Hashem will help us not to do it again, or will help help in the future that we don't stumble by us learning the halachas that helps us. But what we can each do is to be makabal in ourselves, to get ready for Pesach. That's one of the best ways to prepare. You know, it's interesting, the, the Gura says very clearly to guard your mouth, and we've spoken about this more than guarding your food. So, Pesach is all about eating 
matzah. It's all about eating yetzer tov. Chametz represents yetzer hara. So if matzah and Pesach is all about eating yetzer tov and not putting in your mouth yetzer hara, which is chametz, so and he says it's even stronger to not speak than not to eat. If you have a choice to fast or to fast from speaking, it's much stronger and better not to speak. So it's a higher level. So for us to get ready for Pesach, one of the things that we're doing, Baruch Hashem, is learning purity of speech. And through that, we will all be zocha. Like we said, paro is pe-ra. It's the letters pe-ra. Paro is all about saying negative things. Eh, it's not true. It's not true. The makos, Hashem is not true. There is no ashkacha pratis. That's all lack of emuna. That's all paro. We're going to be pe-sach. We're going to transform our mouths. And that's where we're going to have a geula. Because all, as the Chavetz Chaim says, all ben adam lechavero comes from negative speech and from lashon hara. That's where all ben adam lechavero problems. If we fix our speech, we'll fix our ben adam lechavero. And then we're good to go for Mashiach and Hashem. Hashem will help us and all the Jewish people not speak any Lashon Hara today and every day to be Makabal Lashon Hara. We won't accept it. We won't listen to it. We won't speak it. That and Rechilas and any Dover Usser negative against any person. Amen. I want to share with you a incredible Medrash that I saw this morning and I must... I, when I saw it, I was so excited. It's such a powerful, powerful medrash. And uh, just a little bit of a background, just quickly, as far as the Shabbos that we are about to enter. The tzaddikim teach us that there are two massive, major Shabbosim of the year. There's Shabbos Shuva, which is in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And then there's Shabbos Hagadol, which is this Shabbos. And it's brought down from the tzaddikim that Shabbos Shuva is Tshuva, doing Teshuva, which is Shabbos Shuva. Obviously, it's the time that we do Tshuva Meira, because that's the time where we are. It's the Yamim Norayim, where we're trying to work on our recognizing Hashem in the world, recognizing that Hashem runs the world. That's Shabbos Shuva, and then there's Shabbos Agadol. Shabbos HaGadol is the time where we recognize Tshuva Me'ava. Shabbos in general is a time of Teshuva. Shabbos are the letters Shabbos, Shin, Bez, Tuf, or Shabbos, Bo, Tashuv. On Shabbos is the word, you, this Shabbos, you will do Tshuva. Shabbos is a time of Tshuva, because Shabbos is a time of returning. Shav, the word Shabbos itself means to return. It means to slow down. It means to return to your essence. That's ultimately what tshuva is. Tshuva ultimately is returning to who you are. That's why when people do tshuva, they go to the mikvah. Why do they go to the mikvah? Because you get into a feed, fetal position. You, get, you go like a fetus in the ambiotic fluid. You're in the mother's womb because you're naked and you're, crum, crum, you know, you're, you're scrunched up in the position of a fetus, and you're, you're reborn, you're, you're renewing yourself. What does that mean? You go back to a child. You go back to being a child and someone who just goes back to your essence of who you are. 
So Shabbos Shuva is a time where we do Tshuva Meira, and then this Shabbos Shabbos Hagadol is when we do Tshuva Meava. Now I have a little bit on this medrash that I think can help us understand why this Shabbos was its Parshas Tzav, and it's Shabbos Hagadol. I'm going to read to you this medrash, and this is where it inspired me to say maybe this is the pshat in Tshuva Meahava. Tshuva Meahava means that I'm returning to you, Hashem, because I love you so much. And I, and I want to be close to you. And I want to give to you, whatever that means. But I want to give. Ahava is from the language of Hav. To give to you, Hashem. And I want to get into a better relationship with you, Hashem. I want to be, have a mature relationship with you, Hashem. I want to be able to listen to you. I want to be able to talk to you. I want to be able to see you, understand you. I want to be able to feel connected to you. That all comes when we give of ourselves to Hashem. We give of ourselves to Hashem. And I was thinking, just to say, before I read, read this medrash, I was thinking that we, tie, we tied on the bed. This Shabbos, we took the sheep, we took the animal, which was the Avodah Zarah of the Mitzrim, and we tied it next to our bed. Why our bed? Why don't we tie it in the kitchen? Why are we tying it next to our bed? So I was thinking that that our bed maybe represents our weakest spots. Why our beds represent our weakest spots? Because, because that's where you're the weakest. You're the weakest when you're sleeping, when you're in bed. That's where you're weak. You're strong when you're out, out in the world. You're out there. You're doing things. But weakness is when a person is tired. He's sleeping. He's weak. That's sort of what we have to tie our Avodah Zarah. Our Avodah Zarah usually comes from our weakest points. What does that mean? People who, who have insecurities, people who have uh, taivas, they have desires. People, and we all do, we all have insecurities, we all have desires. We all have yearnings for money, for, for honor, for um, taivas, regular desires for, you know, for things, uh, for, for regular taivas, whatever they might be. We have our lazinesses, right? Those are all things that, that come out of weakness. When a person has a strong sense of who he is, when a person builds himself up. So someone, I saw someone put on the chat, it was such a great line. It said there's a difference. Let me see if I could pull it up here. Oh, well, such a great line. Um, one second, I'm sorry. Um, it the, the, the line said, um, what does it say? I'm sorry, one second. Um, what the difference, right, Nisanal, Alexander, um, very special person, Nisanal. Learn, and look what he put on there. Learn the difference between connection and attachment. Connection gives you power. Attachment sucks the life out of you. That is so powerful. Why? Because that, that's what I'm talking about. Tivus and, and giving in comes sometimes because we're attached to something. It brings weakness. The Yitzhahara is like a fly. A fly hangs around. The gra says the fly hangs around the lowest part. It hangs around your weakness. The Yitzhahara hangs around your weakness. So our Avodah Zarah is a growth from our weakness. 
We do things negative because we're weak. When we get angry, when we're lazy, when we give in to the tithes, when we, when we demand things, whatever it might be, everybody knows it comes from your weakness. So you tie that to your bed. You say, ah, Hashem says, tie your Avodah Zarah. Tie the Avodah Zarah. Avodah Zarah doesn't mean what you bow down to as, as God. It means what you bow down to that needs to give you that strength that really sucks the life out of you. It doesn't empower you. When a person is, is appropriate with his desires, when a person's appropriate with his anger, right? Like the Mesil Sharm says straight out, you're, you're allowed to get angry when it's external angry, as long as it's not internal, which means if you have to discipline your children, I'm not saying to get angry, but you could show, we don't do this. You could show it as long as it's not internal, the, the Masil Sharm says. As long as it's not internal. The problem is when, we're, when we sleep too much, there's nothing wrong with sleeping. The problem is, are you attached to your bed? Versus are you connected to your bed? There's nothing wrong with being connected to, to sleeping. It's good to sleep. But if you're attached to it, then that's, that's not healthy. Right? If you're attached to your tithes, right? not that a person has healthy. It's healthy when a person has desires for, for, um, for uh, the opposite sex, when a person has uh, healthy, healthy desires, right? He, he, that's, that's a healthy thing. The question is, are you attached to it? Or is it, is it something that, that, that overtakes you? Or is it something that's appropriate? And, and that goes with everything. That goes with everything. So that's one of the reasons that tshuva is when we go ahead and we, we connect ourselves to that weakest point or those weakest things that make us give in to our desires. Now listen to this medrash that I think really hit me and is an inspiration to this tshuva me'ava that we can maybe have. Says Rebbe Alexandria, he says like this, in Tzav, in tzav Parsha Zion, Simon Bays, it's Medrash Rabbah. You could look it up, the Medrash Rabbah. Uh, Parsha Zion, Simon Bays. It's in the middle. Amar, Rabbi Alexandri, such a chizik. Ha-hejid shvurim genai hulo. If a regular person uses, uses broken vessels, it's a, it's a, uh, insulting, it's it's a disgrace to him. Listen to this. But Hashem Kli Tashmisho. What does Hashem use? Shvurim. He likes things that are broken. Kamoshan Emar. Karov Hashem Lenishbere Leif. Hashem is close to those who are broken, those who are struggling. As Dake Ruach Yoshia, who does Hashem save? Hashem saves those who are low, those who are broken, those who are who are sad, those who are upset at themselves, those who are negative because they wish they could be so positive, and they and they they can't control their thoughts, and it, it drives them crazy, and it and it and it and it bothers them, and they have anxiety. Hashem is close to those people. That Hashem is the doctor for those who are broken. Unbelievable. 
somebody who is who is Hashem will dwell on the somebody who's depressed, who's sad. Zivche Elohim Ruach Nishbara. Unbelievable. You hear this? The the carbon of God is a broken spirit. A broken spirit. And I'm I'm reading from the parish over here. You're not a God like a human being who doesn't like when things are broken. You don't, you don't disgrace somebody who's broken because of his Averis. That is so powerful. When I saw this Medrash, I was like dancing. What does that mean? That maybe is tshuva me'ava. And that's the bed and the avodah connected to, to our essence of who we are. Each and every one of us have a place inside of us that there's shame, that there's guilt, that there's history, that there are things we've done in our past. There are things that we've done that we're not proud of. There are things that we've done that we're embarrassed. And the Yitzhahara loves to focus on those things. The Yitzhahara loves to focus on those things and say, those things are what make you so ugly. Those things are what make you disgusting. Those things are ma- what make you despised in the eyes of God. That's how the Yitzhahara talks. The Yitzhahara says, those things that you've done, those things that you are connected to, make you despised in the eyes of God. But you know what? Because it bothers you. Because you're broken because of that. So the Yitzhahara forgets one thing. The Yitzhahara keeps you down. And he says, and therefore, you'll never be anything. And therefore, you can't be close to Hashem. And therefore, dot, 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 negative, negative. What do we do? We say, no, 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 no. It's the exact opposite. And therefore, Hashem loves me. You hear this? And therefore, Hashem loves me. That's what the Medrash says. As the Kutzke Rebbe says, there is nothing more whole than a broken heart. There's nothing more whole than frustration that I'm not where I want to be. I'm not who I, who I want to be. I want to be better. I want to be stronger. I want to be whatever it might be. Lave Yodeya Maras Nafshay. Each and every one of us knows the pain and the bitterness of, of who we are and what we wish we could change. And I, and I just want to give a little chizik to all of you out there who are, who are younger. There's nothing, there's nothing to be ashamed of. You have a whole life ahead of you. Baruch Hashem, we all have so much, so much, Baruch Hashem, so much ability to change and to grow. And the tshuva me'ahava maybe is that Hashem loves us so much and He just wants us to love back. And the Yitzhahara wants to stick this, this thing in between us and Hashem and say that Hashem, eh, He rejects us. Hashem rejects me. No, it's the exact opposite. The Yitzhahara rejects you. Take all of the negative things you have that make you feel low about yourself. This is the Medrash. And that is what Hashem Tafka loves. It's like, it's like a crazy thing. 
because we mamish, the Yitzhahara literally makes us think the opposite. That is what Pesach's about. That's the beginning of Pesach. We haven't even gotten into that. This Shabbos is actually the beginning of Pesach. It's the power. Every Shabbos has the power of the week ahead of it. So Pesach is in this Shabbos. This Shabbos gives power to Pesach. Pesach is, is a zman of ahava, of love of Hashem to us. Pesach means, by the way, Pesach means that Hashem skipped over and He skips over and He, and he gives you a free pass. He gives us all a free pass. He gives us all so much love. And He says, I love you. Va'at arum ve'erya. We're going to say it in the Seder. You are naked. You don't have anything. But still I loved you. You didn't have any mitzvahs, Hashem says. You're naked from mitzvahs. That's pshat. That's the pshat. They only had dam pesach, dam mila. That's why they had to have it. Something. They had nothing. And Hashem says, I love you. Shir Hashirim. That's the Indian that we say, Shir Hashirim. Next week we'll, we'll more talk about Pesach. Pesach is Avram Avinu, is chesed, is love. Is Hashem saying, you know what? You know why I love you? Just because I love you. I'm going to end off with... Uh, with the Kleisenberger Rebbe Zatzal, just a quick story, because I want to spin it around um, another way. The story itself is just incredible. It's not about what he did. It's just a, a, something I heard um, from from actually Ben Sion Stark, uh, someone I'm very close with, a very a very special person, very very special person who's close to me. We're close to each other, Baruch Hashem. He's a tremendous person. Um, and he told this over to me a few years ago, um, that the the someone once went to the Rebetzin Kleisenberg, to the Kleisenberger Rebetzin, um, the uh, and and asked her, um, how did your husband, the the Kleisenberger Rebbe, lost Rachman Litzlan eleven children, and 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 his wife, he lost, and besides going through the concentration camps. He lost. He lost uh, his whole life. He lost his children. Hashem Yirachem, Rachman Litzlan. And afterwards, what did he do? He went to Eretzrol, built up Eretzrol, went to America, built up America, built up Torah, built up Yiddishkeit, even in the DP camps, even in the concentration camps. He was always a strength to everybody. Kept on going, kept on going. Someone asked the Rebetzin, how did your husband do that? All the tragedies, all the Gehenim that he saw how did he do that? So she said, you ever love somebody so much that they can do no wrong? You ever love somebody so much that they could do no wrong? So she said, that was my husband, that was the Rebbe. The Rebbe loved Hashem so much that Hashem could do no wrong. And he just, that was how he lived his life. So I was thinking... Could you imagine how much Hashem loves us? Could you imagine how much Hashem loves us? If that's the Kleisenberg Rebbe, to love Hashem, that Hashem could do no wrong, could you imagine that Hashem, He loves us so much that we can do no wrong? It means at the end of the day, the end of the day, Hashem just loves us and loves us and loves us and loves us. He loves us and He forgives us. And then we can mess up and he'll forgive us again. Then we can mess up a day later, he'll forgive us again. And then we can mess up. And he's just, I just love you. You're the best. I love you. I love you. I love you. 
whatever that word means. The word love is, uh, okay, Hashem should help all of us. We should be Zoha to feel the love from Hashem, to feel the love. Hashem should bring tremendous refuah and Yeshua's for all the Jewish people. Hashem should mamish, help everybody, help them physically. Mamish, those who need refuah's, the families. Hashem should help those who, who have trouble with Parnassah because of what's going on. And through that will be Zoha to see the chesed, to see it. We know Hashem is doing chesed. Hashem is always doing chesed for us. He's always doing great things for us. Just we don't always see it. Hashem, help us see your chesed. Help all of the Jewish people see your chesed. Let us get rid of our personal avodah zarah somehow. Maybe just by realizing that, that Hashem loves us anyway. Hashem loves us with all of our craziness. And that will encourage us to connect to Him and to, to love Him and to give to Him and to do whatever we need to do. Have a wonderful Shabbos, everybody. We should be Zoha to a Geula Shlema. Benisan Nigalu. This month is a month of Geula. It's a month where we get out of whatever it is that we were stuck in. Hashem will help us get out of this on a personal level, on a general level, us and all the Jewish people. Thank you.